Let's pray. Father, we ask and we say there is illumination. The highest of our understanding is enlightened. As we started this morning, there's no confusion. There is light. And we say every house can build you as we see ourselves in you. And we say your name alone is glorified and we are edified in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Let's finish where we started. Let's finish what we've been dealing with for the past four, three weeks now. We, we, we've been studying the faith of God. I want to finish it this morning. Hallelujah. We'll finish it this morning to pick it up some other time. Amen. You know, I always have an unending series. I have never finished this. I don't think I've finished any series before. Is there anyone I have finished before? Is there anyone? No, I don't think so. Because I will keep growing. We'll keep finding out. We'll keep studying the scriptures. And we'll keep finding out more and more. Hallelujah. Praise, Praise God. So let's, let's see where we can put a peg on this today. Now we'll pick it up. <clears throat> we'll pick it up from next time. We said last week that the believer must know how to use what he has in Christ. That the believer must know how to use what he has in Christ. And we said the believer has the spirit of faith. We said the believer has the spirit of faith and he must know how it works so you and i must know how faith works you and i must know how to use our faith and we said from the very first week we started this series we said the believer is born of faith he doesn't try to get faith he is born of faith say i am born of faith i am born of faith I am born of it. I am born of it. Oh, yeah, you should be like you're in service this morning. Praise God. Praise God. You know, so you are born of it. You don't struggle to use faith. You don't struggle to. You don't struggle to have faith because you were born of it. Romans ten verse seventeen says, "Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God." So, because you have heard God's word, because you have believed the gospel. You already have faith. All you just need to do, or all you are learning in this series, is learning how to use what you have. It's just like what we said in Philemon 1 verse 6, where it says that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by you acknowledging every good thing which is in us in Christ Jesus. And we said, a believer needs to come to that comprehension. A believer needs to come to that discovery of what God has done in Christ for him. And one of the things that God has done in Christ Jesus for you is that you are faith. So you are just learning how to use your faith. You are just learning how to use your faith. We said in Romans, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13, I'm sure you should have gotten used to that scripture by now because we, we've seen that scripture all through this series. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13, hallelujah. You know, you should learn to use your faith. You should, I give you, I give you a fax. I'll give you a fax this morning. There's something with your faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's something impossible with your faith. This week, this month, next month, two months from, just there's something with your faith. Write that down as an assignment. There's something with your faith. Just use your words and see that it will come to pass. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, look at 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. It says, we have the same spirit of faith according as it is written, 
I have believed, hallelujah. I have believed the gospel and therefore I have spoken. So we believe and therefore we speak. So the spirit of faith, I said last week and I explained to you that last week, that the spirit of faith works by speaking. It is a speaking faith. The spirit of faith works by speaking. It is a speaking faith because you just need to know how to speak. And I told you last week, I said, what are you saying? What are you saying? Are you speaking your doubts? Are you speaking your worries? Are you speaking your fears? Are you speaking, what are you saying? What negative confession are you speaking? If you keep speaking negative confession, you will have what you say. I had a teaching I taught some two, three, four years, two, three years ago. You can have what you say. You should lay your hands on that material. You can have what you say. What are you saying? Because the spirit of faith is a speaking faith. So if you keep speaking negativity to yourself, if you keep speaking, oh, you are a failure to yourself, you will have what you say. You're going to have that. Because the Bible says, you have what you say. Hallelujah. Say, I have what I say. I have what I say. Look at Mark 11 verse 23. Mark 11 verse 23. Mark 11 verse 23. Mark 11, verse 23. Mark 11, verse 23. For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. So, as a believer, you have whatsoever you say. And we say, and we said something last week. We said a believer should have faith confessions. And faith confessions demand situations. You speak to situations. You speak. You speak to situations. And you keep speaking. What are you saying? We studied and we said that the woman with the issue of blood kept speaking till she saw the result. And I told you, I said. Faith has never failed to change a situation. Faith has never failed to change a situation. Faith has never failed to change a situation. It has never failed. It has never failed and it will never fail. It has never failed to change a situation. It will work. It will work. Hallelujah. It will work. So we're going to, we're going to today and we say the believer is the believing one. The believer is the man who has believed the gospel. He is the believing one. The, 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 one who, the, the believer who believes, it is not, when we say, when we call someone a believer, it's not just a cliche or it's just, it is not just a title. It is your nature. Now, I want you to see that something. I am a believer. Do you know what that means? That is, I am not a doubter. I don't have worries. I don't have negativity i am a positive person i am a believer hallelujah do you get it so when you believe the gospel there is a nature that comes to you automatically and that is you just being a believer you are naturally optimistic you are born optimistic you are a believer so it is your nature so you believe in the gospel is your nature it is your nature it is your nature. 
That's why one of the things you will not find in the epistles is that you won't find anyone in the epistle, any writer of the epistles, urging you to believe. You won't find because you've already believed. That's why it says in that 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13, it says we've believed and therefore we've spoken. Are you getting what I'm saying? We believe and therefore we've spoken. So you won't find anyone, you won't find anyone speaking negative things. Or you won't find anyone saying to you in the epistles that you are, you should believe the gospel. You won't find that. All you find in the epistles is that you are a believing one. Look at it, Mark 9, verse 3. Mark 9, verse 23. Mark 9, verse 23. I'm a believer. Glory to God. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Mark 9, verse 23. And Jesus said unto him, If thou can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. If thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. If thou can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. If thou can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. Now, he was urging them to believe in this place. You know why? Because it wasn't the new creation yet. Jesus hasn't died for our sins yet. So, he was urging them to believe in this Mark 9 verse 23 here because at this time, the price hasn't been paid. Are you hearing what I'm saying? At this time, the price hasn't been paid. So, when you are reading the scriptures, you must learn to decipher. Okay, look at the time. Okay, this is the four gospels. As Jesus died for sin here, are you seeing it? As he paid for sin here, what has he done here? Has he finished the work here? What is he doing here? That way, you are going to understand what Jesus is doing. Are you getting what I'm saying? That will make you understand what Jesus is doing. Because as a believer, you don't, we don't urge a believer to believe the gospel. We don't urge a believer to believe the gospel. He is a believer. Hallelujah. I can't urge you to do what, you, what is not in your nature to do. It's just like um, as a child, um, it's just like you have a eyes now and you are seeing. I can't tell you to open your eyes and stop seeing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Except you are blind and there's no blind person among us here. Hallelujah. If there's somebody that is blind among us, we'll lay hands on you and you'll be healed. <laughs> Glory to God. So it's just like I say, everybody now, open your eyes and see me. I'm wearing a red shirt. I mean, somebody will say it is not red. I mean, all these color people. It is purple. Blue. Ah. Oh, no, even me that I know color. <laughs> this is red. <laughs> All right, so tomato red, tomato red. Sorry, I can't help you. All right, <laughs> so I can't help you with it. Oh, no. ah, so, so back to what I'm saying. It's just like I say, see now. All of you have different versions of what you are seeing at this point, but if I say see now. You, I can't tell you to not see with your eyes open. It is natural for you that when your eyes is open, you see. So that is in your nature as a believer. You are born to believe. Hallelujah. Say, so I am born to believe. I am born to it believe. It is your nature. You are a believing one. It is in your nature. You are a believing one. You are a believing one. So we believe 
are yet to speak. That's why in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13 it says, we believe and yet we speak because we believe. So we believe and based on... Now, look at that 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. Go, go Open to that place again. We, we've opened them. Well, you're going to open it a couple of times today though, but let's see. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. I just want to show you something there. He says that I think I need to do a series on this. We believe, therefore we speak. All right, look at it. It says, we believe and therefore we speak. So we can safely say we believe and based on our belief, we speak. Are you getting what I'm saying? We can safely say we believe and based on our belief, we speak. Are you hearing me? So based on the fact that we have believed, we will now speak. So the resultant effect of a believing one is that he speaks. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So the resultant effect or the, the immediate consequence of a man who has believed is that he speaks. So a believer speaks. Look at it, 1 John 5 verse 13. 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 Has this series been blessing you so far? Are you sure? 1 John 5 verse 13. First John 5 verse 13. It says, These things have I written unto you that believe, have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life. And ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. So we believe on his name. The we there refers to the new creation. That ye may believe. That ye may believe there is italicized in the new cre- in, in the King James Version because it is foreign. It is strange. We are born believers. Hallelujah. We are born believers. We are born believers. Hallelujah. Look at in Hebrews 4, verse 13. Hebrews 4, verse 13. Hebrews 4 verse 13, it says, look at what it says, it says, Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in the sight, but all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. So, the believing has happened. We have entered into his rest. Oh, no, it's, four, it's Hebrews 4 verse 3, sorry, not... um. 13, sorry, I, I made a mistake in Bible. Pardon me. Look at Hebrews 4 verse 3. It says, For we which have believed do enter his rest. We have believed. And therefore we enter his rest. So what we which have believed do enter his rest. And he said, I have sworn in my rod that if they enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. So believing has happened, we entered into his rest. Because we are believers. Hallelujah. So we enter into his rest because we are believers. So as a believer, one of the things that happen is that we believe. Say, I believe. I believe. I believe the gospel. So we believe. That's what happens to us. We believe. So we are believers. So in teaching prayers, Jesus expressly refers or infers the principle of faith. So, when Jesus was teaching prayer, he, he, he was talking about the principle of faith. To say what you believe and you will have it. So, look at it, Mark 11 verse 24. Mark 11 verse 24. Mark 11 verse 24. 
Hallelujah. Mark 11, verse 24. Mark 11, verse 24. Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things ye desire, when ye pray, what did he say? Believe that ye receive them, and you shall have them. Hallelujah. So he says, believe that you shall receive them, and you will have it. Look at Matthew 21, verse 21. Matthew 21, verse 21. Matthew 21, verse 21. Matthew 21, verse 21. Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do these things which is done to the fig tree, but ye shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and it shall be done unto thee. Look at in verse 22. Key emphasis. And all these things, whatsoever ye ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. The emphasis is to believe. And you already believe. Hallelujah. So you just have to receive now, and you will have it. So, it, and this is not for the new creation. When he's talking to, the, to them in this, in this uh, Matthew 21 year, it's not for the new creation because you are already a believer. You pray because you believe. The reason why we pray is because we believe. When you and I go to God in prayer, we are not praying to God because we are doubting. I'm trying to change your mind on something. We are not praying to God because we don't think we will get an answer. We are not praying to God because we think, ah, it might take a long time for things to happen. No. We already believe. So when we are praying, we are praying with the assurance and the confidence that we believe. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are praying with that confidence and the assurance that we believe. That's why in 1 John, let's go back to 1 John. 1 John 5 verse 14 to 15. 1 John 5 verse 14 to 15. You're going to love this this morning. Praise God. 1 John 5 verse 14 to 15. It says, 1 John 5, verse 14 to 15. It says, and this is the confidence. Hiya, glory to God. It says, and this is the confidence that we have in him. It says, if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Verse 15 now says, and if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desire of him. So, this is the confidence. You and I have a confidence when we are praying to God that we know that God hears us. Hallelujah. So, when we lift our voice in prayer, we are lifting our voice in the assurance that God is hearing us. Because we are his sons, remember? We are God's sons. We speak to our Father and he hears us. So, the emphasis there, look at what it says. Look, the, one of the emphasis there is that this is the confidence that we have in him. And in verse 15, it says, and if we know, that's the emphasis. It says, if we know, it says, we know. You and I know. It's just like, it's just like, um, it's just like, you know that when you come to service this morning, you will see me. <laughs> or you don't know. <laughs> you know. Hallelujah. You know. So, the emphasis here is to know. So, believing has happened. 
Believing has already happened. So look at the previous verse. It says, this is the confidence that we have in him. It says, when we have... Look, look at the previous verse. You can even look at it 13. It says, those things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. These are the things that he has written unto us because we believe. This is our confidence. We have believed. We have internal life. It's our confidence. We have a relationship with our Father. We have the petition. We, we have the petition with desire of Him. We are sons. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm a son of God. I don't know about you, but I'm a son of God. I'm a son of God. I'm a son of God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So there is a condition. So it's just like, so we are sons. So when we are sons, we can safely ask God for anything. And the confidence is that we will receive. We will receive. We will receive. We will receive. Remember how we started? The believer has a speaking spirit, right? You have a speaking faith. You can speak and things can come to pass. Now imagine you cannot pray. Hallelujah. You can pray and you are praying with a confidence and an assurance that God hears you. That God listens. That God answers. So there was a condition in the prayer of faith in the four Gospels in Mark 11 verse 25. Look at it, Mark 11 verse 25. There was a condition that was given there. Let's address that condition then. We'll move from there. Let's just see. It looks like a gray area, but let's, let's tackle it this morning. Mark 11 verse 25. Mark 11 verse 25. Look at it. It says, when you start praying, and when ye stand praying, forgive. And if ye and ye have ought, and if ye had, and if ye have ought against any, that your father also wishes in heaven may forgive you of their trespasses. So you were in the in the four gospels, you were to forgive so that the father will forgive you. But you know, this was before the resurrection. Remember, this was before the resurrection. In the epistles, forgiveness is taught that we are to forgive. As a new creation, we can forgive. I thought you, you can lay your hands on the material that I thought, I think in 2020, why the anger? You can lay your hands on that material. I explained everything that a believer can forgive. You can listen to our material on binding and losing. A believer can forgive. You can listen to some of our materials on work, love work. You can forgive. So, forgiveness is taught us in the epistles that we can forgive. Look at Ephesians 4 verse 32. Ephesians 4 verse 32. We can. We must even forgive. You can't hold a grudge against anyone. Hallelujah. Hope you know. Do you know? You know you cannot hold a grudge against anyone. Imagine you're holding a grudge against your pastor. Is that a prophecy? <laughs> Ephesians 4 verse 32. It says, and be ye kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Hallelujah. So, you can forgive. You must forgive. It is actually in your nature to forgive as a new creation. It is in your nature to forgive. So, forgiveness is taught in the epistles. So, but notice, we are not doing it to end something. In the epistles, the Bible did not tell us in the epistles here that be ye kind to one another, then that they forgive you one another for Christ's sake, I forgive you so that you will now 
God will answer your prayer. You know, you didn't see that in the epistles. So we are not doing it to end something. That was a principle. Why did they say that in, in Mark 11 verse 25? It was because it was a principle for men under the law. That was a principle before the resurrection. They had to do something to get something. I remember this, this Zacharyflodola used to say it those times, those many years ago. He used to say, some people have to do something to get something. So we, we are not under the law that we have to now do something to get something or do something to get God's attention. No. We are believers now. Glory to God. So it is not in our nature to forgive. So we don't forgive now to get God's attention. Hallelujah. So we don't forgive to get God's attention. We forgive because it's in our nature to forgive. So we are not doing it to end something. Remember I said, it is a principle for men under the law. But today now, we are already forgiven. Hallelujah. We are already forgiven. We forgive because we are already forgiven. 1 John 2 verse 12. 1 John 2 verse 12. 1 John 2 verse 12. Am I too fast? I don't think so. First John 2 verse 2. It says, My little children, I write to you, little children, because your sins have forgiven you for his name's sake. Because your sins have forgiven you for his name's sake. So, the new creation, so, it says, because your sins have forgiven you for his name's sake. You have, you have been forgiven already. The new creation is forgiven. Say, I am forgiven. I am forgiven. You're forgiven. You're forgiven already. So, the new creation enters the prayer room in faith. So, when you want to pray, you enter the prayer room in confidence, in faith. He is a believer. Hallelujah. How many believers do we have in the house? We are believers, right? We are believers. He is not faith conscious because he is not in need Conscious is not need conscious, he's not faith conscious because it's not need conscious, he is actually father conscious. I will explain what I'm saying. He is word conscious. Now, let me explain what I'm saying when I say it's not faith conscious, it's not need conscious. The reason is because you are not going to God on the basis of give me, 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 give me. Oh Lord, I believe. Okay, give me a car, give me this. You're not all of those things. You are word conscious. You are father conscious. You know you have a relationship with the father. You have a confidence. You have a freedom of expression. You and I can express ourselves to the father. Look at John 16, verse 23. You have, we can, see, actually, I'm teaching you somewhere on, okay, I'll, I'll explain you, I'll explain something to you. Sir. John 16. You are father conscious. John 16, verse 23 to 24. So that means you and I can ask God for something material, right? Look at John 16, verse 23. And in that very day, ye shall ask to me nothing. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. And if I told you have asked nothing in my name, ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. So, it, it is to make us glad and happy. You know, God meets our needs. Hallelujah. God meets my needs. God meets my needs. My bills are paid. My needs are met. God meets my needs. Hallelujah. God meets my needs. God meets my needs. Need. 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 Look at Philemon, Philippians 4 verse 6. 
One of the things I'm teaching you is that you can actually pray to God as touching your physical and financial needs and natural needs and you can see answers. I know you, I've taught you a lot to pray the Pauline prayers, but you know, you can also pray the, you can also ask God for something to need, something you need. Hallelujah. And you can get the result. Philippians 4 verse 6. Philippians 4 verse 6. It says, what did it say? It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything. Come on, I said everything. Everything. In, by prayer and supplications, let your request be made known to God. In prayers as always, everything. Everything. Our requests, our wants. Just like in, in 1 John 5, verse 15, where it says, um, we have a confidence. We have the petition. We, can, we have the petitions we have desired of him. So, when we get in the room of prayer, when we get to our prayer room, we, we enter into the Father's presence because we know he gives us liberally. Hallelujah. He gives us liberally. He gives us all things. So, I can ask for something that I want in the natural and God can give me. I don't know about you, but I, <laughs> there are things I need from God, and I want God to supply it for me. Glory to God. Glory to God. I've seen miracles. I've seen God come through for me several times, several, several, several times that I can't count on my natural needs. Several testimonies, several. But we can pray to God, and God can meet our needs. Hallelujah. We can. We are going to pray this morning and you'll see that before the ending of this week, most of the prayers you prayed will be answered. I don't know about you, but I know that. Look at in James 1 verse 5. James 1 verse 5. Show sure you're familiar with this text. James 1 verse 5. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. So, God doesn't find fault. He gives when we ask. He doesn't find fault. He gives when we ask. The spirit of faith offers words of confidence in prayer. I'll say it again. The spirit of faith offers words of confidence in prayer. The spirit of faith offers words of confidence in prayer. When you are going to the prayer room, be confident. That I know that when I pray, I will receive answers. I know. I know. He says, this is the confidence that we have in him. The spirit of faith offers words of confidence in prayer. So, to say, to, it's just like what we say to your parents. It's just like when you, when you say to your parents that, Oh, um, I believe in you. You know, I believe in you, Dad. I believe in you, Mom. I believe. You know, it's the joy of your parents when you can talk to your parents and say, Ah, oh, I know you. I mean, some of your parents might not relate to this example, though. So let's put it in relative terms. <laughs> you know, but you, imagine you can just say, Oh, I believe you. You, you just tell your dad, Oh, I need um, a, a 2021 Maserati car. 
and you just tell your dad, I believe you can get it for me. And daddy said, oh, yeah, I got you. I got you, baby. Yeah, I, I'm going to get it for you. Ah, somebody in their mind is like, yeah, really? You know, it's possible. Some do it and they see the result. I'm, like I said, it, it might not cut across everybody. This example might not cut across everybody. To act on his integrity is faith. So we know and we are confident. The spirit of faith is the spirit of Christ. Hallelujah. The spirit of faith is the spirit of Christ. He offers Abba Father. Abba is his source. The spirit of faith is the spirit of Christ. Romans 8 verse 15. I'm about to close now. Romans 8 verse 15. I say, really? That early? Mission is possible is here. Glory to God. <laughs> Romans 8 verse 15. Romans 8 verse 15. Romans 8 verse 15. Romans 8 verse 15. It says, For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but a spirit of adoption, whereby we cry what? Abba, Father. The spirit of adoption. That's our source. That's our source. So, when we read words, so look at in John 11, verse 41 to 42. John 11, verse 41 to 42. Is it John 11? I don't know. Give me some time to figure this out. Is it John 11 or John? John 11, verse 41 to 42. All right, it's John 11. It says, Then they took away the stones from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee because thou hast heard me. Verse 42. And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people we stand, I said it, that they may believe that thou sent me. Jesus was thanking the Lord that he hears me always. You should also have that confidence. That's such a word of confidence. He didn't say, I believe you heard me. He says, I know you heard me. So when we are praying, are you about... You switch your prayer from, Lord, I believe you are going to do this, to, oh, Lord, I know you are going to do this. Hallelujah. Lord, I know you are going to, to give me money. I know that my bills are going to be met. My needs are met. My bills are paid. I know. I imagine you are now speaking confident words. You are speaking words of faith. Lord, I know that the gospel is going to spread across the city. Lord, I know that my voice is going to be heard all over the world. You might not be there, but my voice is going to be heard. My voice is going to be heard on radio. My voice is going to be heard on TV. My voice is going to be heard all across the nations. More men are going to come into the light of the gospel. I know that, Lord. I know you said Glory to God. I don't know about you, but that's for what I know. That's what I know. I have that confidence in the Father. I know that more men will catch up to the gospel. I know that 100 million ministers will be reached through me. I know that, Lord. Oh, Lord, I know. I know that we'll reach Africa, we'll reach Asia, we'll reach Europe, we'll reach North America, we'll reach South America, we'll reach Latin America, we'll reach all across the world, even Antarctica, we'll reach everywhere. Just as you said in Hebrews 2 verse 14, that your knowledge of the glory will fill the head just as the waters cover the sea. I know that. I know. I know. I know that when men hear my voice, there will be a quickening and a rejuvenation for ministry in their hearts. I know. I know. 
I know and I believe it. Glory to God. I know my voice is going to be heard all over the world. Hallelujah. Do you know that? You know, you might, you, you don't have to know it, but me, I know it. You will hear it, you might just not be there. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Nations are calling and calling. South America, Asia, and even in Mexico, they are calling and they are calling. Oh, yeah. Even in South Sudan, they are calling. Oh, even in Alabama, they are calling. Oh, even in... In Rhode Island, they are calling. Even across the neighboring cities, they are calling. And they are calling for more and more. More and more. More and more. The art of hungry men is going to be filled. In not too long from now, we're going to meet more hungry men who are not necessarily in this city, but in neighboring cities coming to feed from this well. Oh, yes. And we're going to train them and they will go to their city and explode it. And there will be that wide outburst of the glory of God. A wide outburst of the glory of God is springing forth in these days. Oh yes, we know and you said, just like you told us, that every looks and, every looks and crownies will be flooded with your light. And that we will light up every dark places with your gospel. Oh, yes, I know, and I see what you're doing. You're sending those men like a roaring mighty army. Oh, yes, I've seen it, Lord. Just as you're showing me, Lord, I'm seeing that. That those mighty warriors are coming. Oh, those laborers you need for those harvests, they are coming. Oh, yes, they are coming. Ah, oh, yes, they are coming. And they are coming in their mighty numbers. They won't come not in, in ones and twos anymore, but they will come in their multiples. Oh, in their multiples. Oh, in their multiples and in their multiples. We believe for it and we know that what you've shown will come to pass. In not long from now, we will see it come to pass. Oh, we will see it come to pass. Hungry heart to be filled. The thirst of men will be quenched by the power in the name of your gospel. Oh, we believe for it and we know that what you've done and what you said will be done. And will be done. And we are that man, Lord Jesus. Who do we use to train them? Who will you use to raise them? We will not be weary. We will not get fired. Because we will yield ourselves to you in coming days. We will yield ourselves to you in coming days. We will yield ourselves to you in consecration, in prayers, and in fasting. To see to it that your will is done on this earth. We will yield to it and see to it that your work is done on this earth. Oh, that your work is done on this earth. That your work is done mighty and mighty and mighty in this earth. In twos, in threes, in fours, in five, in their multiples, in their multiples, we see the tens turning to hundreds. We see the hundreds turning to two hundreds. We see the two hundreds turning to millions and thousands. And in their multiplication, they will raise and raise and raise men. What a widespread! Oh, that widespread! That widespread! That widespread, that widespread, 
Just those fires you showed me last year, that you see those fires springing forth in every looks and crown, every nooks and crannies. Those white spreads are coming. Those men who will carry that white spread of your gospel, they are coming. Oh yes, they are coming. Oh yes, they are coming. Buffalo will be taken by the power of the name of Jesus. We receive Buffalo, we receive men in Buffalo. We receive men in Buffalo, we receive men in Serus. Serus and Serus is opening up by the power of God's Spirit. In ones and twos. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. The days of ones and twos are over. <laughs> now it is actually multiple. Oh yes, Lord, it is multiple. Multiple and multiple. Multi multiplications of men. Just as you sang and you showed us, we will have the miracles of men. And we yield to your will. We yield to your voice. We yield to your word. What you have shown to us. We yield to your spirit. A lot of this work will be done by you following the promptings of the Spirit. Oh yes, thank you Lord. We believe for it. We know a lot of this work will be done by you just yielding. Yielding. Okay, you talk to that man. You just be have that hunch. It will be like a hunch. It will be like a hunch. Talk to that person. Oh, walk up to that person. Shyness and boldness, you will have to pray against it now. Those will be things you will just need to spend more time praying about. That you are child, you are no more shy, you are bold, you are strong on your convictions. Those are things you will pray about. Oh yes, we believe for it. Those are things you will pray about. That we are bold. We have utterances and boldness to speak as we ought to speak. You will pray more about that. Oh yes, we believe for it. We'll pray about it. We'll pray about it. Utterances and boldness, because it will come like a hunch. Then you will need boldness to go and act on that hunch. It will come like a hunch. Okay, walk up to that person. Oh, walk up to that sister. Walk up to that brother. Some of them are Christians. They are believers. They just need a touch of the Holy Ghost. They just need a touch of the Holy Ghost. They just need a touch of, of strengthening, a touch. A thought of straightening, a touch, a touch, a touch, just a thought, and their lives will be straightened, and their lives will be focused. Accountable and fervent men are coming. Oh, yes, but it will come, it will come with you just obeying that orange. That orange. Many of you have neglected that orange. You've seen people just because of their facial expression. Just because of the way they look, just because of how you just um, despise them in your mind, you disobeyed that hunch. That hunch to talk to that person, you disobeyed it. Oh, Lord, we repent. Oh, Lord, we repent for that. Oh, the Lord has told some of you, walk up and go and knock that door. You said, no. You just, you're just, you're just bold. You're just not bold. The Lord has told you, go and talk to that person in the car. He's sitting in the car. He's just seated there. Just go talk. But you said, no. You said, no. You said, no. And those are ways you lost the harvest. Oh, Lord, we repent. We, we repent. We repent. We repent. We repent and we repent. We obey your hunch. We obey your leadings, we obey your promptings, and we obey your spirit in the days ahead. And because we know your spirit guides us, your spirit leads us, your spirit is never wrong. <laughs> your spirit is never wrong. Your spirit supersedes our common sense. Your spirit is never wrong. Your spirit is never wrong. Some of you just, you, you've neglected instructions. 
You joke a lot with instructions, instructions, instructions from your pastor, instructions. Oh, do this, do that. You just dilly down. <laughs> well, you're the one losing out. You're the one losing out. You're the one losing out. You keep staying static if you don't obey instructions. The reason why you've not moved ahead is because you've not obeyed the last instruction. Oh, you obey it and you will see results in the coming days. You will see results in the coming days. The coming days are for results. <laughs> Glory to God. The coming days are for results. 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 Results of the nights of prayers of 2015. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Results of the nights of prayer of 2020, where you spent your whole year praying. Those are the days of the results. And as you are seeing the results, you will start doubling up for the years ahead too. <laughs> you will start doubling up in prayers for the years ahead. Remember, I told you that this is a year of much praying. I remember, Lord. I remember this is a year of much praying. Much praying and much praying. You will give yourself to it because the days ahead will not be easy. But I have made it smooth. I have made it strong. I have made you strong to wither all the storms. I have made everyone who will listen to your voice strong to wither those storms because the coming days are for results. The coming days, there will be multiplicity of men. The coming days are for multiplication. So in this coming conference, you will yield. You will yield to my spirit. In the outreaches in this coming conference, you will yield to my spirit. In the outreaches, you will yield to my spirit. In the outreaches, you will yield to my spirit. In the outreaches, you will yield to my spirit. In the outreaches, you will yield to my spirit. Oh, I know you want to have it organized, but well, I'm going to have some interruptions and you will give me the room. Some people will go to places and they will just be led to take a youth on to another place. They just say, oh, pastor, I feel led to just go to that place. Just as we're driving, I just had that hunch. I just had that hunch to go somewhere else. And that will be where there will be mighty, mighty harvest. Mighty harvest. Mighty harvest. So in this one, friends, you will yield to my spirit. As you are praying, as you are praying, watch out for my voice. As you are praying, watch out for my voice. In this coming mission is possible, minister's retreat, watch out for my voice. Oh, watch out for my voice. I'm going to be speaking and speaking to your heart. I'm going to be showing you things concerning the future. I'm going to be showing you things in the next 50 years as though it was now, but you won't take the action now. <laughs> I'm going to be showing you things for the next two years as though it was for tomorrow, but you won't take the action now. You wash out for my sight because there will be encounters of visions and revelation. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. There will be encounters of visions and revelations in these meetings. In these meetings, from Thursdays, there will be encounters of visions and revelations. Fridays, visions and revelations. Saturday, multiple visions and revelations. Sunday, trickles and trickles and trickles of so much instructions. Plethora of instructions and corrections. You will have to reteach and reteach. Oh yes, you will have to reteach a lot and reteach. Give yourself, son, for reteaching. Yes, Lord, I yield, I yield, I yield to it. You reteach because a lot of things need to be reset. A lot of things need to be reset. And as they are reset, there will be much actions and much effectiveness. 
Oh, we yield to your spirit. These coming days are for results. These coming days are for results. After mission is possible, you will see the results. You will see the result of what prayers does. You will see the result of what fasting does. You will see the result of how men believe the gospel. You will see a miracle, a miracle, and a miracle you've never seen before. We are all going to experience just one miracle we've never seen before. That miracle will be one highlight of the meeting. Not just the highlight of the meeting, but the highlight of a family and the highlight of something very significant. That miracle will have you speak forth. There will be a miracle. There will be a miracle. There will be a miracle. So don't hold back. Don't hold back in laziness in outreaches. Don't hold back. Don't hold back in laziness in meetings. Don't hold back. There will be a miracle. And in these meetings, corrections and instructions, convictions and directions will be better than much more. The course of ministry will be strengthened. And it will be a beginning of a fresh anew. It will be a beginning of a fresh anew. It will be a beginning of a fresh anew. Oh, this year's mission is possible. It's a fresh and new. Oh, it's as though you know everything that is about to be said, but no, you are hearing it afresh. It's as though you've been doing everything just before, but no, you are doing it afresh. It is a beginning of a fresh and new. This mission is possible. It's called the fresh and new. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It's called the fresh and new. It's called the fresh and new. A fresh and a new one. A fresh and a new one. And after that, after that, it is for result. It is for result. It is for result. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Just pray in the Holy Ghost wherever you are. Lift your voice. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Lift your voice and let's pray. Lift your voice and let's pray. Lift your voice and let's pray. Receive those words in prayer. 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 that well that men will come and drink from. You are that well that men will come and feed from because there will be so much God will put in you or God, so much that God has put in you that is for men. You know what? The grace on your life is not for you. It's for others. Hope you know that. 
Hope you know that. The grace on your life is for others. So there is so much the Lord will have you to give out. Hallelujah. There's so much the Lord will have you give out. So much. So much. So much. So much. So much. The Lord will have you give out. So much. The grace on your life is for others. It's for others. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can finish this today. Hallelujah. The grace on your life is for others. See the grace on my life? It's for others. The grace on your life is for others. The grace on your life is for others. The grace on your life is for others. You are learning God's word today because it's for others. You are learning God's word today because it's for others. You are praying and getting an effective prayer life because it is going to bless others. You are getting an effective fasting life today because it's going to bless others. You are sitting down this morning in this service this morning learning how to use your faith because you are going to teach others. You are going to be an example and others are going to learn from it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These coming days are for results. These coming days are for results. I don't know about you, but results. Results, results, results. Kalamasha see the mountains. Sesevrekes kina mantas. Irobono sefretana. Kinto sobretisa. Tinta talamantas. Oramana kiso suseboko. Shaskitaga. Into susebaka. Tinta susebono mantas. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Results. Thank you, Lord. Results. 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 You know, you will not be weary. You will not be weary. You will be more bold. See, when you see yourself fainting, it's a time for strength. I mean, when you're fainting in prayer, when you're getting yourself weak in prayers, especially in these coming days when we are retreating, just see it for strength. Are you getting me? See that, oh, I'm gaining more strength. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can finish this. Praise God. So, we have the spirit of faith. We have the spirit of faith. I have the spirit of faith. I have the spirit of faith. So, when I pray, I believe I can receive answers. I believe I can receive answers. So, we are just like Jesus. Just like Jesus. says, I thank you, Lord, because you've heard me always. We have the spirit of faith. So, in the prayer room, we lift our voice with confidence. And we know we have all we ask for. We know. We know that we have all we ask for. We know. We know. We know. We can have all we ask for. Imagine with what I taught you this morning, you apply it to yourself. You can have all you ask for. You can. You can. You can. You can have all you ask for. You can't. You can't. So, and that's the spirit of faith. The spirit of the new creation. Hallelujah. And that is what you are. <laughs> the spirit of the new creation. And that is what you are. The spirit of faith. Glory to God. Do you want to pray this morning? Just sit down wherever you are. And let's just pray. Let's just pray. Hallelujah. Let's just pray. Each your voice and let's pray.